What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Nerds of the Round. I'm your boy Law. Here with me, as always, our lovely host, your boy Tone from across the hall, Sebastian. And today we are getting into fan-made projects. Yeah. So this all sparked because I want to say within the last like day or two, I at least two or three projects dropped that are all current properties or properties that have existed um, in some fashion and someone made a really dope like fan version of it. So we'll start with the recess like kind of reboot. If you haven't watched it already, if you've ever watched Deadly Class, a couple of the actors from Deadly Class are actually in the recess um, little spinoff. What's funny, though, like, you're talking about the recess spinoff. I'm thinking about the, um, did you ever see the Hey Arnold um, dark version trailer? Like, they're all, like, older, and, like, Holga Bataki is, like, really crazy. What? Yeah. They, they, for that. a while, there was um, stuff that was being released that they were, like, trailers. Like, um, it was, like, darker versions of the Nickelodeon cartoons. Really um, great. I would love um, to see it. Yeah, it's like they did one for Doug. They did one for um, Hey Arnold, and then they did one, I think, for like Rugrats. It was really crazy. It was like just like okay. trailers, like if these shows went dark and they were like really well produced. Wow. But well, yeah. well, that's the thing. We're seeing a lot more, especially recently. We're seeing full projects be released with a fan's dream um, storyline, if you will, of an existing property. So we have a interesting take on an LA school of um, UA Academy. Um, And like that whole episode, like they dropped a little teaser, like trailer ish episode, maybe a few months ago. And they dropped like the full episode zero. I I think they're calling it. Yeah. Episode zero. Yo. But I mean, I think we're getting more and more of that now. Higher production. Well put together stuff. I mean, I think it's always been there on YouTube and, um, I can't even say the other one. I, I call it Venmo. Uh, Vimeo. Vimeo. But I, it's it's I, it's just that you're seeing a um a bigger quality, a better I, quality. I think well. I think what's been helping is a technology's gotten to the point where if you have an iPhone or a, a yeah. Galaxy, you can shoot a yeah. whole like movie. You know what yeah. I mean? You have those kids in Africa who did a whole sci fi movie with a broken iPhone, I think, yeah. and a green screen. Like it was amazing. And then you also have now where not only has technology caught up, but because of like the internet, a lot of the um, accessibility to learn these like techniques to tell those kind of stories are at your fingertips whenever you well, want to. Yeah. It's you like know? now, if you look at it this um, like this, and just with um, learning from school and everything, um, Unreal Engine used to be something that you know you didn't have that much access to now right. you can just get access to unreal engine yeah. which has all these great special effects and people have been doing fan-made games and all that yeah. like little speed runs and just loading it on there and it helps with those visual effects when it comes down to it um the fact that um now it's easier access to get like programs like maya nuke i don't think it's that easy after you saw like That's the price a, <laughs> yo that price tag hurt my soul i was like yo nuke looks dope how much is that? But um, oh, too much. That's more than a car. Four thousand dollars. The basic program. The the basic program. But it's a costs it's a, more than a hoopty. 
Yo. But it's a it's a studio. But the thing is, is that it's a studio caliber program, and some people yeah. are getting access to it and just creating some great renders and scenes. Um, I well, mean, you 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 saw with the when they did the um, live action Mortal Kombat um, fan series. Yeah, that was pretty dope. And you're and you're getting a lot of the. Um, more indie studios, but they have some backing or some sort of uh, capital to kind of fund these projects. And you can tell, like, they're this is a love letter to like that fandom. You know what cool. I mean? Because you have like uh, the companies like Bat in the Sun who produce stuff like Superhero Beatdown with such high quality and high regard for like costuming and design and all of the cases. Talking to like the Rangers, like JDF has been on that show like a few times. Um, Freddie Wong. Freddie Wong, uh, if you guys don't know, had his company called Rocket Jump. And Rocket Jump basically like turned Jump. YouTube on its head with the high-level quality stuff that he was producing. He was basically a YouTuber making quality content that looked like Cowboys vs. Aliens. Like we could each just talk about what some of our favorite properties have been on that uh, on YouTube and all that that have been fan-made. So, I mean... Do you have any that come on the top of your head? Um, I'll let you guys go because I, from what you I, have I, tons. I, I have, you have tons. let's let's just go to tone. I'll, I'll let you break this one. Right. So I know for me, so like looking for fan made content, I always liked, I always found like parodies was some of my favorite things. So oh. I know some of the stuff that um that Law was showing us was more like a legit serious series where you watch right. it with a following and it has it's kind of like an episodic type of thing yeah but the the, the fan made stuff that i used to like love the king vader uh i don't know but not the king vader but like the the transformers one i showed you oh okay yeah, you know yeah, yeah. like the rude awakening of Optimus prime and all that stuff where the guys like doing the voices and like right. that that to me that to me if it comes to a fan parody uh is one of my favorites um dbz unabridged yeah, uh, f- favorite of mine. A lot of a lot of those like the because to get yes yes you're overdubbing and you're like you're you're redoing a lot of the vocals for it, but even that taking that and still having good vocals that match and writing a whole script that matches and keeping like, the vibe like you have right. to, you also got to, you also have to write a script that's keeping the vibe of the universe so it's not like just a bunch of bullshit. So this, right. did you ever see the um, X Men interviews? It was a comedian uh, that was that doing one. it. It was like he was um he had like people coming in. Oh, Peter Holmes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, the, yeah. The Peter Holmes. Isn't yeah, that yeah. isn't that from College Humor? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like either YouTube. College Humor or Funnier Die. Funnier Die. Yeah. Funny it's Funnier Die. Yeah. Okay. So he, I saw the X Men interviews. I've seen his Street Fighter. I've seen the Street Fighter one. Yeah. I've seen the he, Captain Planet one. There, he did uh well the Cap. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. Um, did you see the Batman one that he did? Which oh he um did, he did the, the Batman with the Batman's Batman's an idiot yeah basically yes he was like, like I I I'm not Bruce Wayne what do you mean like, I was like we just saw you like, yeah we just saw you like, <laughs> yeah. change into your costume I was seeing that one and then the new one that Law put me on was the My Hero one which was out of this fucking world <laughs> yeah like yo like what I really liked about it was that like they say it takes place in the My Hero universe but they really keep it. Grounded. To feel like you're watching my hero with the way you've got the guy who sounds like the guy who talks about the quirks that everyone has. Yeah. Like, it sounds just like the dude from the anime. Yeah. It really does. They do the thing where uh, the little the bio for the character comes up during the intermissions. In, right. With the same sound, the foods, the likes, all that stuff. It's mm-hmm. just, 
they really kept to it. The way they mixed in they the did their music, research. the way they mixed in the music with the action. Um, I was really feeling it. Even like the one thing where like the main character is talking about with his mom and he's having this whole to do about his mom and his mom giving him the pin and mm-hmm. you kind of get in like the feels for him. Like, yo, I could see myself subscribing and watching this. This is really good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I go with my favorite ones. Um, and um, also, so this one's probably taking it back to new grounds. Um, damn, I'm gonna go over Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Um, I remember there was one that because um everybody was getting into sprite animation at the time, okay. And there was one called Super Mario Brothers Z. It was kind of like a Dragon Ball Z Super Mario parody where it's like crossover. I think I've seen that. Yeah, it, I think I've seen that one. It sucks though because um it never finished. Like the guy never finished it. But he had a whole story arc that was going. It was like a crossover with Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, I did and watch that. Fight scenes. And yeah, everything. that was a pretty dope. That was. I a, would. I would have to see it. I. It sounds very <clears throat> familiar, but I don't know. Like I can't visualize it right oh, now. Man. Like Newgrounds. Um, new <laughs> like, Yo, like Newgrounds. Newgrounds had a lot of stuff back then. I was, was I, in eighth grade. We had a T one line computer running in the back, like super fast for like two. Remember mini clip. Dude. Yo, mini clip and new grounds were For, the fucking shit. Think of it this: it's two thousand one. It's like no, it's two thousand. Like literally, like Windows Millennium just came out, or whatever the case was. Yeah. And sitting in the back of class, I'm the closest one to the computer. Every time the teacher turned its back, it was like, "Yo, yo, Benzene, yo, 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 And I'm just like, "I got you." And I would like type up some bullshit. Because they had no idea what parental controls were and no idea like what what <laughs> kind of before, ma- what, what kind of maniacs this we was were. before algorithms and all that shit. Dude. Oh, yo, I just thought about it. so we're talking about fan made content, uh like fan parodies. Okay, this is actually my favorite. Red versus blue. Oh wow. That, became yeah. a big thing that too. was a very red it versus started blue. As a YouTube so I was and I just, was I was never... It wasn't YouTube. They had their own site yeah. and you downloaded the episodes and you watched them on fucking quick time. I <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never really got into it. I watched, it, I like, I watched a few episodes of it. Yeah. I never got into it because I was never a big. Halo well, that was person. a Monty Ohm thing. But I've heard, oh, like, God. I've heard so many, like, it's. But that was that was a Monty Ohm who was like behind what was it, Red versus Blue, right? It was Rooster Teeth. Rooster yeah, Rooster Teeth, Teeth and, and Monty, Monty, Monty. But Monty's done a bunch of stuff. Monty yeah. did uh, Ruby. He's done. Um, well, yeah, that's behind. what happened. It's like they they became popular because of Red versus Blue, right. and then we got Ruby. Um, um, that's the prop. Like again, I think he's behind Rooster Gen Teeth. Lock as well. Yeah, he's he's behind, basically he's the big guy, the big head honcho for uh, before he passed. But may he right. rest in peace. But it's like you know, yeah, it, it it all started with Red versus Blue because um they were fans of what was it Halo. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, and I remember. They were, so they, it, originally they were using um what was it the game engine. They used, they were recording it in the game, and I think they were recording it like through VHS or some shit. And then That's, they got and crazy. then they eventually cleaned it up, and they kind of re-released it in HD. But I remember watching it was like seventh seventh grade, eighth grade when Halo had come out, and my friend Julio was like, "Yo, you have to watch Red versus Blue. You're gonna find it hilarious." And I watched it. And I was like, "This is the greatest thing I've my mind has ever seen mm. on the internet." <laughs> and it's just one of those things where I can quote it. Mm. Uh, I relate to it like one of the characters one of my favorite characters on Red vs. Blue was Church um, the color of his armor was Cobalt which became the color of the armor I always used for fucking Halo um, his his boy his name his boy's name was Tucker he used Teal I always said my friend Julio was like my Tucker it, it was just Griff yeah it was great I'm gonna play Griff Ball Griff, Griff was, <laughs> yeah so like Red vs. Blue Red vs. Blue has such a fucking 
special place in my heart yeah. for I think fan, it has a lot of special fan places. parodies because it was just it was so good. It was with that Halo buzz and it just again just the way how they started and then I, I think eventually they gave them an engine to actually do the animations or Chris when they started doing the later episodes and all that. Mm-hmm. Because of, again, like how they started, they were using everything in game. They were just recording from, because what was I remember in Halo, you had the um, edit mode where you can edit the stages. I think but that was they, Halo, that was like Halo 3, Halo 4. Yeah. Halo 1, no, mm, it was okay. legit. You saw the gun, you saw the handgun radical. Like you watch it, you watch the old ones and uh-huh. you see the handgun radical and like, you know, they're filming it like <laughs> Wow. In a multiplayer map, and they're moving everybody around, and they pull that they're pulling the video, and then they're doing the voice acting. And I know that that must have been hard because um, if they were doing it on VHS, I remember learning how to edit with a VHS, and that is nothing compared to what you can do now with it. It's so much Techn- easier. Technology now. has made so much of what we love dude it, it used so to be much easier to, to we, not only do but enjoy when we were learning it we were like yeah you have to have two vcrs one is the master and one is the slave literally those are the terms they used yeah. when it came to the editing mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. okay you take mm-hmm. this video here this is the master tape right here the slave is like you know you're taking the footage from that record blah blah, blah record blah blah and record as like just to do all that stuff back then yeah it's 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 it's, 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 it's crazy what people have access to now but Absolutely. that's what people were doing with um and then you know um, you, you talked about QuickTime. Um, we were getting stuff on DivX. <laughs> yes, QuickTime and DivX. Yo, when yeah. I when I would when I would uh, torrent my Naruto episodes, mm-hmm. I would watch them on DivX. Yeah, look, that's a that's a history of memory. Look it up, kids. DivX. Shout but that's again, that's how people uploaded Lime their stuff. Wire. That's how like you know their fans destroy my computer. <laughs> <laughs> computer cancer, LimeWire. <laughs> I was I I, I uh, my another favorite of mine because I kept telling you to look it up was Batman Dead End. That's Batman what I saw. Dead End was probably one of the earlier versions of like a live action where everyone like and high quality too. Yeah, where you're just looking at like, oh, what's this? Da, da, da. And then you get the end with Predator, and you're like, oh, oh no way! <laughs> yeah, he was he was in the in it. He was fighting Predator throughout the whole thing. Oh no, he gets a uh, sorry because what happens is that he's chasing the Joker. And then um, the Joker like gets um, his thing on Batman. He's like, "You're going down, Joker!" And Joker's just laughing. And all of a sudden, Joker gets pulled up by an alien's tail. There you go. It was alien. Oh, you know. And I then think Predator. I've seen that. And then Predator comes oh. in. So we get the whole thing of Batman yes. fighting Predator. Batman defeats Predator. And then all of a sudden, he sees two more Predators come in and all that. And then you see like Batman prepared to take on the next um, two Predators. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the aliens pop up behind Batman. So it's, it's, it's like, like a oh, wild, like it's gonna I be a think, long I, night. I think <laughs> I have seen that. I think I think I somehow saw that on YouTube back in the day. Yeah, but like we've gotten we've gotten to the point where we have a Power Ranger uncut version that like really polarized that whole like franchise. Is this the one that fandom. happened like a couple years ago? Right, the dark one. Because there was there. I think there was actual rangers who were for it. Like, um, yes, yeah, heard, yeah. Like, I think um, the original Red Jason was just like, "Yo, I'm kind of with it." Um, but then JDF, JDF was kind of like, "Nah," because it's too much, and we're like a kid show, so it it didn't. But he was didn't like, that, he was like, "I appreciate what they did, but it's not for us." Like, you know what I mean? But didn't that lead to like the like some of the Rangers actually doing like a whole different type of story and yeah, all that? Yeah, they're actually trying to um, get funding for it. Like they released an episode of a of a new series, kind of inspired by um, the Power Rangers yeah. one. Yeah, because that was really good, and it's like, oh wow, like this is. 
because it's like if you think about it um in the comics you it, it kind of went dark when they had um lord dacon introduced who was right. an evil version of tommy yeah in the alternate universe so it kind of went that but, route but that's the thing a lot of these franchises are being like fan-made reboots and then the reboots are spawning like new actual content. like yeah. new content new reboots because you figure like we got the mortal Kombat legacy series or, or what have you or um i forgot what that first the first one was called like i think Legacy. the first one i think had michael j white in it yeah too. that yeah. first one was dope it was basically it was well produced michael was j white he was uh he was jacks and he's interviewing uh sub-zero i think and he's like, yo, what happened? And they, he's like trying to go back and tell him the story. And, oh, it's Rebirth. So you have that. Then that, I think, spawned um, Machinima to um, do a series called uh, Legacies. Oh, yeah. And that was like, oh, man, the quality on that. I, I'm still waiting for a second season, which we're never going to get because apparently now we're getting a reboot, an actual reboot of um, we're getting the actu- movies. We're getting an actual um, Mortal Kombat reboot. Yeah. But I would have loved to see like more of the series for that. Um, but even getting um, – we got a Street Fighter series that came out, uh, which is called Assassin's Fist. It was like a whole movie. We got Akuma. You got Ken. You got Ryu. You have um, – Goken? Goken. Yeah, it's so it's like such a rich, like fan made version, but they pay so close attention to a lot of the details that made whatever property they're they're touching, like they that made it um what it is. And it's really dope. You have uh the Nightwing series that came out uh from Isma Hawk, which was I showed um Seabass earlier, which was a really figure that came out 2014 they must have shot that anywhere between 2012 and 2013 oh is it it, it they did some stuff with pokemon too it was like a dark version of pokemon it was like a whole fan trailer because i used to always like fault when i lived in brooklyn One fall the, into that late night of youtube and um, i would find so many fan trailers damn i rock did uh the dark version of uh Mario and Luigi. Like, that's one of my... Easily one of my favorite YouTube things. And he actually completed the series. Like, he finally... Because everyone kept asking, like, to episode three, we want a, like, finale. We want a finale. He finally came out with it. And it honestly couldn't have been any better. Like, but it's... You have all of these franchises birthed by fans who grew up with these properties to now... We're, we're in a day and age where... We're getting fan-made stuff just as good as the properties that are like out or have existed. Yo, the world is our oyster right now, and YouTube is just feeding us. Yeah, one of my favorite, um, and I remember people used to do a lot too with the music videos, the fan-made music videos. <clears throat> one of the ones they took the Foo Fighters song um, "Best of You" and mashed up some perfect anime clips with it. Mm-hmm. It just oh, like it, it yeah. was just That's perfect. People, oh my god, there was such a fucking movement of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was like it was. It's just like you found some really good ones. You found some shitty ones. I've but, seen some really good Kenshin ones. Oh yeah, Kenshin was like always had them. There's another twenty. Yo, twenty fourteen was just like a lit year apparently, but this um, sparked Todd McFarlane like really pushing for like a new uh, spawn to be made. Apparently. apparently. But it was right. It was right around the time where he was finishing up the script for the new one, and like everyone was like, "Dude, you saw this? We can get this." 
and he was like yo i'm on board like i'm not like giving up this property like just haven't had you know someone to back it design design third but um even even musical parodies did you ever uh check out the um i've straight out of gotham straight out of gotham (laughs) was the one i was looking for but um like yeah you have you have stuff like um epic epic rap battles now you have um death battle you have all these properties that are creating content based on existing properties that just like either breathe in new life to a, a property that would otherwise be essentially sitting on a shelf well it's you like um, I mean? it's also too people take um, advantage of um what's out there with um creating original content like um there was the animation cat shit down mm-hmm. it was um what was it sniper bunnies and all that against like i think it was like werewolves or something like that um then you had um but do you do you think that be- all right so do you do the fan thing like the fan made movie or trailer or what have you to then draw attention to the projects that you want to work on um, so like for instance freddie wong think- did a bunch of like his fan made things to then eventually do stuff like video game high school which has a lot of references I think to other video people, games it, but it, if you equate it like prince for example some people do their original stuff some people do their fan art stuff mm-hmm. i think some people um go into route of fan art and fan, it's it's you know to showcase the style without one getting their idea stolen or two is like they probably didn't have an idea at the time but mm-hmm. thought something oh this is pretty cool let's do this mm-hmm. and then it might have equated to okay i have this original idea I've done this already. Let's do this. Or it could have been used for practice mm. before they start showing out their original craft. Some people dive right into, you know, doing their original stuff. Um, I mean, even now, I believe it, it, it was it Edgar Wright. I'm not sure, but um, some people have taken advantage of like, okay, um, you know, I'm going to do original stuff. Like Cat Shit Down was an original animation that really pretty much was well done and showcased what the animators can do. Um, so, I mean, whether it's fan-made or original, I think, like, you know, it's 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 just showcasing, like, your skill and everything. Like, if you guys like King Vader, which I, I'm pretty sure you guys do, these guys, um, Caleb's, uh, Caleb City, I think is uh, his handle. Um, there's a bunch of these guys who are out there, like, making content based off of an existing property but putting a completely different spin so like the hood the hood naruto like just every everything and he's getting so, big though yeah it's, he's getting i think i saw an article that was written about him yeah and i think it's getting <clears throat> to a point now where people are wanting it so much because not only is it funny it's good content it streamlines and mainstreams like a lot of stuff that would otherwise be still kind of like I don't want to say like frowned upon, but you know what I mean? Like a lot of stuff that we grew up with and like a lot of our friends pretty much shit on us for, for liking, you know what I mean? Where now because of Vine and because of YouTube and because of all these platforms, these things are so popular. Like you can't not know about them. You can't avoid them at this point. You know what I mean? TikTok, Instagram, whatever, whatever platform you're on, you have seen it, heard about it. You have kids that know about it, and it's so in your face that, and it's so accessible because it's everywhere, everywhere. That um, like it's the new norm. You know what I mean? And it's it's crazy to think about it, like from where it's 
where it came from, from red versus blue, those kind of days to now. But it's also refreshing because it's like, yo, that's so dope. Like we could still be creative, have fun with like stuff that, you know, we grew up with and like all the properties that we loved and we wish like, oh man, what if that story finished? Or what if that story like went in this direction? What would that look like? And we don't have to wait for a major studio to actually tell us that story. We can tell it ourselves. Neil Bloomcap, Neil Bloomcamp took advantage of YouTube. Where Bloomcamp. he got to he basically he did Chappie. Um uh, because it's like, you know, he okay, okay, he okay. has a lot of original content. Um and because his name he took advantage of the platform of YouTube and mm-hmm. released content. And one of my favorite ones was Zygot. Mm-hmm. And it actually had um the code of fanning in it. Wow, and it mm-hmm. was pretty, pretty well produced. And um, what they were doing was that they were taking some Kickstarter money. Um, but the fact and that you what can they were attach doing, like big names, yeah. to a lot of these things. But this is the Dude. thing: like the, they they were taking some Kickstarter money or something like that. They, they wanted to try to produce movies and everything, um, show what their studio can do, and they were giving people access to the model like of the creature that was designed. So you can, they was like, okay, yeah, you can get access to this creature and do whatever you want with it and all that. And Zygot was one of the movies. They 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 released a few mini movies, which mm-hmm. was pretty dope. Like there was one that um was like Vietnam where was this guy he's like um just nothing but flesh and everything walking around and again it was showcasing what they can do in terms of their CGI development and how they could storytell. And um I I really would have loved to see more of Zygot. Zygot I, was just I pretty think awesome. too like having the accessibility of fans being able to actually put their money into the franchise and say like we we invested into this movie or into this like series or whatever this property is like whatever project you're making we have we now have some creative control and say which is something that we never really had as kids growing up like before it would be the studio announces something the studio makes something the studio gives us something that was the beginning and end of that conversation we go to the movies we show up or we watch our tvs when when it shows up uh, on tvs now we're getting Kickstarter campaigns here, Indiegogo, whatever the case is, and we can actually say, "Oh snap!" Like if I have the money for it, or if I just you know happen to be in the right place at the right time, I can say, "Do this with that character." What? Yo, it's twenty nineteen. We I could just say, "Yo, make him this." That's bonkers to me. Like, I remember when YouTube was coming out, when it was still a thing and all mm-hmm. that, you, you you had your pioneers of YouTube, but no one was making quality content like that or even thought about it at that time. Yeah, nobody. And well, people, you also remember YouTube early uh, on had a time limit. You can only yeah. do a certain amount. Once YouTube kind of said you can upload as much as you want and they have no limits, it really meant for up. a lot of the creators, oh, we don't have limits. I don't need a studio. If I have like a creative team, I could just do this on my own and put out content on myself. But it was like also too like that with Vine. Vine had the time limit and people blew up from Vine with the and now well, it's TikTok. Vine now. forced them to get more creative and to make series out of those yeah. little six second clips. Which I think birthed a lot of these guys, you know, on YouTube who are creating these series that we love uh and we mentioned. And you you mentioned it before. You said um like a lot of gaming companies like the small indies have created 
fan-made versions of major games. Like a big one is Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. There's so many fan versions of Five Nights at Freddy's out there. And you have a lot of these big YouTubers who just, their whole channel is Five Nights at Freddy's. Markiplier is one of them. And, well, that's not one of his only um, no, things but that a good, he does. But a good, but a good a bit. Good, a good time of his yeah, stuff. Yeah, it is Five Nights at Freddy's. Freddy's. Everyone wants to see him play Five Nights at Freddy's or all these other fan games. And because of it, it's given these guys a platform to now make the games that they really want to make. They want to start a game from scratch. And they want to kind of tell stories that they wouldn't otherwise have been able to do had they just, you know, not taken the leap and done something fan-made. You know what I mean? I know a fan-made um, show you would love if what? they were able to do it. What? A Destiny. Oh, yeah, I would watch it. That would be dope. <laughs> I just want to watch, mean, I just wanna watch I mean, Cade so, for like eight hours nonstop. Yeah, well, Cade's dead. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. Relax. He went out like a, he went out like a G, though. He did. He did. Uh, well, they don't. So for I love I love Cade like I love uh, Spark from Instinct. Like they're the best leaders ever. Uh, well, Destiny. The whole thing with the Destiny, the Destiny YouTube scene is um, we have a lot of content creators like showing the game and what they're doing or secrets and shit. But one of the deeper things that it's created is like going over the Destiny lore. So like, there's a YouTuber named um, My Name Is Bife. And he just does Destiny lore. Like, that's his whole channel. Um, and he just talks about it, dives into it, examines it. Because, you know, there's, like, little bits and pieces you get from it during the story. But there's a lot of items and armor pieces and lore, lore books that you can collect. And it's, like, if you're not reading it, you're missing out on a greater right. thing of the story. Uh, so, the uh, Grimoires. Yeah. Well, the Grimoire was Destiny 1, so they don't call it Grimoire now. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just called lore books. Gotcha. And they have different, um, different versions and different various things. So he just goes over it. So... He actually released a three-hour and 48-minute video going over the lore from the beginning, like the beginning of when the lore started up until the newest expansion of oh, Shadowkeep. Wow. So he just did a whole, th- like almost four-hour p- p- production um, with him. With He made the script. He does the voicing. He had an artist do like, uh, just do pro bono images for him. Some really nice images he did. I know nice. some people um, now too are taking yeah. advantage of the um of doing the fan um online comics now on YouTube the right. motion comics because mm. um I fell into a recent hole of people doing a read for the thing um and mm. aliens which was pretty dope it's like oh okay so and you learned that there are some stories that you probably have missed when it came to aliens like they did like a like it was like a whole aliens three comic and they mm. did a whole read for that. The, my biggest favorite one, though, was the fact that when Viscera Games was around, they took advantage and um, had Dead Space motion comic released all over on YouTube and all that, which was pretty dope. Nice. And it had, like, from issue one to six, and it was, like, kind of watching a movie. What, if you had to pick one property that, like, if the studio's not doing it, fuck it, get someone to do it themselves? What's that property that you want to see done and done right? It could be it could be live action or, or animated or however you want to uh, see it's an incarnation. Berserk. <laughs> really? Uh, yes. That's, that's the hill you're gonna die on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Tell them why you're mad, Tone. Tell them why you're mad. <laughs> because you gotta say it for the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, <laughs> <laughs> bass. What's your what's your one property that you gotta see? Oh man, it's it's hard to pick because it's like you see so much good content out there. Um, because I feel like it didn't. Um, and I've seen one already. I really would love to see someone um do the thing, um with the current because like someone did one already. Mm-hmm. A fan made one, did it a while back. And they used whatever they could um, to give you those type of special effects that were similar to the movie, which, again, was pretty dope. Um, I would like to see someone actually revisit and do that because um, you see people try to do it with the games, with the walkthroughs, with the thing game and all that. I want to see, like, you know, we had so many unanswered questions from the prequel movie. We had so many, like, you know, things that we can do after the main movie. There's like so much you can do with that universe, and um, I want to see just like how we had aliens recently last uh, this past year. Mm-hmm. Aliens um, for the anniversary, they had a whole anthology series that was released that was on a different stage of the aliens. I feel like that's something you can do with John Carpenter's thing. You give it to someone, see how they can interpret that story, and um, I would like to see someone actually do that and just mess with it. It just feels weird that no one has done anything with the thing like after the first film. Well, like I know you remember you saw at you- one point they were going to do a sci-fi TV show that got canceled. And then the prequel movie came around that was supposed to have practical effects, but we got CGI fuck out of it. And then, um, it left the plot hole where, uh, okay, what happened to this character who all of a sudden su- survived in the prequel? Um, because like it, it, there, there are some good things with the prequel and there's some bad things because um to like they said to redo the main movie would be like repainting the Mona Lisa because you're left with such an eerie ending it's like okay um there to this day there's still people trying to dissect that movie trying to figure out who was the thing at the end who was this and like and and there's some interesting theories that are out there and how people were affected like how what was done in this and like how they story told in that movie so it, it, it's again. I would love to see them revisit and possibly do like a continuation of that as of like a fan made film. I would love to see it. I don't know how it would get done. I don't know that I want to see a live action version because it, it essentially just be furries, and I don't know how I feel. <laughs> oh like God. I saw a way too realistic version of Robin Hood, like the Disney Robin Hood Fox at New York Comic Con, and it was so real and so good. But it was, like, too good. And I was just like, oh, I don't know. It made me uncomfortable. Like, he can move his eyes and lips and mouth. And, like, I was just like, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, you look like a fox. You look like a like a humanoid fox. But, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know that that's something I would want to see live action. But I would love to see a SWAT Cats, like, fan-made reboot. Oh, or Because, cool. technically, they never finished it. They got canceled. Um reboot was another one which they rebooted and it was trash i watched both seasons because i just wanted to watch anyways um but swat catch for sure i don't know i don't know if i want animation though i would say if rooster teeth took over and did like a ruby style animation for swat cats like more or less i'll go with that yeah i i, I trust I think, their 3d out of any studio i, I trust think their 3D i think i think doing a 3d version of SWAT cats would be so dope. They actually try to um the creators try to get like a campaign going, but fell on deaf ears. 
not my deaf ears. I was, <laughs> I was like, I was like, word, we're gonna do this. No campaign came of it. And I was like, come on, like I'm so down. Well, that's what the thing is. A lot of like um, fan made stuff too is turning to Kickstarter at some point. But then I, you know, I'm, I'm you gotta you gotta get enough people to back it. Yeah. It's, it's hard, yeah. you know. No, it's hard, and then knowing like what you're actually going to get, what the actual fees are. That's why I was like, KMP made fun of that. Um, you know, the guy making the fan made video spends all that money on the beginning, and then all of a sudden you can tell when they ran out of budget. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. So we want to thank our sponsor, and beyond, as always, our main sponsor, the OG. Been there from <laughs> been there from the get go. Day one. Day one. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> if you want to get ten percent off all your goods at nbeyond.com, be sure to use the code Get Nerdy with it. Again, ten percent. If you could buy something for ten dollars, you get a dollar off. You know what you can do for that dollar? Buy an Arizona fucking iced tea, my man. <laughs> but um, this has been your host, Sebastian. Your boy Tone from across the hall. It's your boy Law. Keep it nerdy. Peace. Peace. Later.